0: Welcome to this episode of AA for Entrepreneurs. It's, um, it's an exciting one. We've been away for like two weeks now. Yeah, way too long. And I mean, it's not, you're not going to really tell. The audience isn't <laughs> going to tell because it's been, it's been staggered equally. But this is, it's exciting to be back for us. And we're here with another special guest, Corey from Wicked Dope Soaps. Yeah. How are you doing today?
1: Good. Good. I'm Charters. happy to be here with you guys. This is really exciting to get, finally get on a podcast this Is my first one. Yeah. So I'm really just excited to talk about, um, hemp
0: yeah uh, wh-
1: how you guys feel about hemp. Cause I know how uh-huh. I feel about hemp. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Looking for it. Uh, yeah. we we'll talk about hemp, entrepreneurship. Um, I mean the whole, the whole nine. I'm super excited about this. The the more and more that we keep
2: interviewing local entrepreneurs, I feel like the more and more we're just helping people. And that's yeah. what we're all about. Literally, this yeah. this whole show was just created to help people. And you know, we'll remind you guys we're not the gurus. We just like to help people. We're just a couple schmucks. Yeah, from Taunton.
1: <laughs> so we're entirely we're very relatable. Yeah, <laughs> we're all of
2: schmucks from Taunton. <laughs> it's very funny relatable. because none of us live together, obviously. Uh, but we all probably drove, what, five minutes to get here? Yeah,
1: Just five, about. ten. I'm, I'm in Easton. Oh, okay. So, so you About ten better. minutes, yeah. Oh, man,
2: that, dr- that commute must have been. Yeah, well, you <laughs> know. Doozy.
1: Had to blast the heat the whole way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> warm well, up the car, because it's been negative a million. Years yeah. For, like for dangerous the it's outside. It's super cold. Dangerous. Well, so you your sweatshirt's the- probably keeping you yeah, nice Yeah. Oh, my warm. God.
1: It's so, it's like fleece inside, so, um... If you guys don't know, (laughs) I have um, t-shirts and sweatshirts um, that I sell. They're going to be on my website, I do have a website, it's uh, www.wickeddopesoap.com, where you can shop online right now for products, Um, but clothing will be available on the website as well, soon, and this is one of the items that I'll have. Um, Colors vary, you can always customize. One of the things that I love about my business is that everything is customizable. So I do have products that are really popular that people order all the time. Certain scents people love all the time, lavenders, mm-hmm. you know, all that. The popular ones. All those. So <laughs> the back
0: t- is really cool too. Stand up for a second oh. and show the back of it. Yeah. Damn! Don't panic. It's organic.
1: So um, yeah. So I, and goes along with the whole stigma behind, God forbid you use cannabis <laughs> and, a- or you use hemp oil innocent hemp oil um, in anything people just will be so quick to mm-hmm. to judge you and say well well why are you putting drugs in that and from the older generation I've heard that a lot Millennials yeah. are like they're cool with it they're like mm-hmm. they want it yep. you know what I mean they're like that's interesting you know how did you how do you do that um, but uh, the older generation I've had a, a tough time with um, either they love it because they've been using cannabis for a yep. long time or they're like yeah Either they went druggies. to Woodstock or they
2: didn't go to Woodstock <laughs> Exactly
1: Or they're like druggies Yeah
2: It's funny, my dad calls me a drug has called me a drug dealer before because I help people with cancer with like cannabis oil and stuff like that I'm like, a drug dealer? Do I sit on a corner with a bunch of right. baggies? Right. But <laughs> no It
1: may be a drug but it's medicine like yeah. how I see it is that it's medicine yep. It's helping people I don't know of an instance where it did something negative
2: mm.
1: to a person, like alcohol, for instance. Um, so I really, you know, I let people say what they want. At the end of the day, my beliefs and feelings about it are mine. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, you don't have to buy my product. Yep, right. But you know, using organic and a lot of people are going organic now, um, as well they should because we should know what we're putting in our bodies, mm-hmm. not just eating, but onto our skin because it's. I mean, it's getting into your skin. It's getting into your, your pores. Skin is it's your going biggest to affect you.
2: Yeah. Literally, and you can <laughs> take
1: care of it. And yep. um, a lot of people don't know. I, I have a license in skincare. I've I have I'm an esthetician, which is, I I hold a license in Massachusetts and Rhode Island, um, in in skincare and and product knowledge. And so, a lot yes. of people don't know that. And so, I know the effects of these products and what they're going to do on your skin. Right. Um, and so I love that I customize because people can come to me and say, "Hey, listen, I have this issue I have this allergy. Or Is there something. anything you can make? I must get that message 10 times a day. Is there anything you can make to help me with this? Um, and they'll private message me that. And I'm like, let me see what I can do. And I've done that for people and I've helped them and, and it's been amazing. the feedback I've been getting and the photos, the before and after photos yeah. are the coolest things in the whole world like, somebody with eczema or Mm -hmm. psoriasis or just really dry skin in general um will send me a before and after like look what your stuff did for me
0: so awesome it's really warming yeah
1: Yeah. it really is it's it's actually can oil is warming on the skin (laughs) (laughs) it's quite literally warming yeah it's amazing and so once once i learned um how to infuse it into organic coconut oil and like I like I told you guys before once you have that organic coconut oil the possibilities are almost like it's almost limitless because you can cook with it Um, (laughs) you can use it in skincare my mind went to skincare because that's my background and that's what I know and so I had this this was this past summer um, when I decarbed some CBD strains and then infused it into coconut oil Mm -hmm. Um, my first thought was oh my gosh my skin, my hair. Because I use coconut oil anyway, organic coconut oil for my skin and my hair. And I was making my own products, never with cannabis, but just with coconut oil and, and all the other organic ingredients that are great for skin. But I thought, oh my God. And this was this past summer, I'm like, I can do so much with this. And I went and I grabbed, I was like, it was like one of those breakthrough moments I had when I made the coconut oil. initially it was for like eating and like baking like Mm -hmm. the part i just sat there and i had the i just had that like instant vision Uh like an entrepreneur has where you just it just comes to you kind of all at once and you get this rush i literally got a rush i specifically remember and i got up and i was like i have to go to the store because i had to get the rest of the ingredients i needed to make this soap because um, the first thing I thought of was soap because I learned how to make um, homemade like organic soap in esthetician school mm. um, in Plymouth. I went to school in Plymouth, um, which is beautiful. I love Plymouth. It was such a nice school. I recommend the school to anyone. It's actually um, Spa Tech is the name of the school. Yes. Um, Spa Tech Institute in Plymouth. They were amazing. Um, they offer so many different certifications and licenses. Um, I chose to get my license there. Um, but yeah, so. I ran to the store, I got you know everything I needed, and I was like, I'm gonna make soap today. I remember in my kitchen being like, I don't know what kind, ended up being coffee soap. Mm-hmm. It smelled like coffee and I used coffee grounds in it. And one of my best sellers still is my um, coffee soap. And I put like French, it's got a layer of French vanilla in it. So for those people that really like the smell of coffee, like especially in the morning,
0: yeah,
1: that soap, <laughs> that soap, I cannot stop making that soap I'm a coffee addict. I love it too. Um I'll make it like mocha, some like i am make all different versions of it, but um I made these little it was like this big. I didn't have it in the shape of a hemp leaf yet. It For was just
0: soap, right?
1: Yeah, it was just like a small little I took my mom's um she has those trays to you know how you make deviled eggs? It's like egg halves. Girl, so yeah. she had one of those trays. <laughs> and I made the soap in my kitchen. I felt like a mad scientist um, in my <laughs> kitchen. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. I know it, I know it, and I you know, infuse the coconut oil into the organic, other organic ingredients. I put the soap together, like I remembered how to do, I got my license in 2012, so it had been a while, but it kind of comes to you like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. You just like, it when breaks. you love something and it's your niche, you just like, you just know it. Mm-hmm. And so I just knew it and I put it together and I was like, I know this is gonna be great. Like I just had that gut feeling, that right. into, like, into a feeling where I just knew. And I And I let it set in the molds, And i popped it out and it was wonderful and it smelled good and it worked and i was like i have something here i think i have something and i didn't stop making soap for the rest of the day the next
0: week (laughs) i was obsessed
1: like it just was that something turned on in me that had been off for so long like i was a stay-at-home mom was very stagnant like not doing much not leaving the house um
0: so is this your first uh, entrepreneurial venture? Have you had any like small ones before?
1: I, you know, I did. I did because I had my license in skincare and makeup. I was doing makeup a lot, um, and I was traveling, um, doing like weddings and proms. Like I wasn't big. I was just kind of sure. doing like small gigs, like here and there on mm-hmm. the side, because I love doing makeup. It's another thing I love to do, um, and that was great and it was fun and it was, you know, making money and stuff. But it wasn't my niche mm. like there's a different feeling when you like doing something and when you, and love, when you love doing something i like yes. doing makeup i really do mm. it's cool i like working with different faces it's it's never boring but the feeling i got when i made when i make products even still now six months later because my business actually six months today or oh, yesterday it was six nice. months old
2: congratulations um
1: thank you it's a different feeling it's a niche feeling it's like this is my thing Mm -hmm. and it's all I want to do and so the makeup artist business whatever that I did it was short-lived because once I started doing this I kind of it kind of pushed it to the side and people will still ask me do you still do makeup because can I use you for this or can you go do that and I'm like sure you know if I can make it work but as of right now I'm busy you're all in I'm busy, I'm 100% invested in this. I'm still a stay-at-home mom, I have my twins at home, but I'm 100% in this and my mind is, I'm just entirely focused mm. and happy.
2: You can tell, it's—it's it's
1: show. it i I think it shows in my personality now too. I'm different, I think it shows in my product. You know, I'm really harsh on myself, I'll throw batches of stuff away. If it doesn't come out perfect, like to my liking, I will throw it away. My sister has seen me throw hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of stuff in the trash, Uh because it didn't come out the way I wanted
0: it. Such a high standard Super,
1: yes. I think that's like a quality
2: of like an entrepreneur. Like you have like this almost unfair, like judgment of yourself where you're so hard on yourself that like you almost can't make yourself completely happy. And like, sometimes for me, that spills over a lot into like friendships and family because I try to be just as hard on them. Like maybe not just as hard because I'm definitely way harder on myself. But when I, when I start like giving that pressure a little bit they're like, what are you doing, man? You're being a jerk. Like if you only knew how hard I was on myself. <laughs> yeah. This is constructive, so yeah, this harder. is what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I am that way.
2: You have to be. It's how you grow, you know, exactly. like you have to be self-aware.
1: I call it quality to... control. <laughs>
2: That's what it is. So
1: everything gets, you know, goes through me. I work for me. Yeah. Nobody works for me. You don't have a boss
2: to tell you, I oh, am... you did this wrong. Right.
1: right. I'm the only one making product as of right now. Yeah. Um, in the future, I don't think I'll be able to keep up yeah. because mm-hmm. right now I'm like, I'm underwater as it is. And I'm a student. I'm a business student.
2: So what so... kind of stuff is... is uh, is kinda of putting you underwater as an entrepreneur. So you've been doing this for about six months now. Six months. So yeah. you're you're getting rolling now. You know, it's usually steady. when you hit like that eighteen month mark is a good mark because typically most businesses fail before then. Mm-hmm. So once you hit that eighteen month, start popping champagne and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like everything's rolling, like just in the I think I've been following you for like a month, maybe two just in that short span of time, I've seen like your page grow, and I've seen like your product line it's, grow.
1: It's grown fast and it surprised me, I'm still surprised.
2: So what, what exactly is like, what, what would you need like help maybe with, like if you were to eventually I hire somebody yeah. to, to help you with Wicked Dope So what do you think the role would be?
1: I would think packing.
2: Yeah. Oh, I hate packaging. <laughs> I hate it. So,
1: I want to make the product. I don't want to package it. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean, I do. It's part of the job, but what makes me happy is to make it. Of course, I want to focus on that and I want to put my all into that. And um, if I, I'm the type of personality, call it a Portuguese thing, <laughs> but if I don't do it, it's not done right. So, I couldn't possibly have someone making my stuff. Maybe in the future, like I said, if things get overwhelming. I could train somebody mm. but
2: that seems like that's kind of party of, part of wicked dope soap is like that touch you put into it's it. the
1: custom it's yeah. the customization yeah. that I offer and I want everything to be custom um, because we're not all it's not a cookie cutter like we're gonna we are going we do not all need the same thing
2: right That's um, so important with CBD like with CBD like you have to really experiment like if you if you are out there and you're watching this and you've taken a CBD oil or something like that and it didn't work maybe try a different one try a different dosing system you know like we have an endocannabinoid system literally endocannabinoid CBD stands for cannabidiol put the two words together it's pretty you know obvious to see that we need CBD in our life and some of us need more some of us need less and you know the endocannabinoid system is in charge of pretty much everything, like it's just as important
0: if not more important than the nervous system. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's that individuality that's specific. That's why people get like prescriptions now and that's why there's businesses um, that like Sway is running. That's yep. like exactly what's going on. So it's it's super important to, to really highly tune each customer. So everything that comes in is pretty much like uh, specific to that customer.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I, I get a lot of the same requests yeah a lot of the same questions like
0: like somebody will see something
2: they like and then like kind of send that request yeah
1: Yeah. you know if they see that like Like my healing bomb my healing bomb is selling like crazy right now maybe because of the winter
0: Mm -hmm. and um the dry Dry skin skin that's
1: happening right now um but it's selling amazing i can't keep enough of it in my house um it's it's a a good good problem problem (laughs) (laughs) it's and um you know a lot of people you know you can you can go make your own products at home it's you can go on youtube and you can look up how to make products um
0: my thing is is that
1: i have this oil i have you know i have organic hemp oil and i have um the can of oil and the can of oil really sets it apart it gives it that earthy smell um mm. organic that organic products have i love that smell the turps
2: um, of the cannabis. Like, yeah,
1: it's love it.
0: <laughs> really
1: good. And smelling the straight oil, it's really, like my dad will just the open the straight oil. the straight oil. My dad will just open the, <laughs> 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 and he'll just smell it and be like, that's it's like, not even it's like,
0: it's aromatherapy. It, yeah. it
1: really is. And the essential oils too because the essential oils are what gives it gives it the other scent, the custom scents, yeah. the scents that people want, the lavender, the coconut, the coconut's my best seller. Um, hmm. What I brought you guys today, the black pearl dope soap with the coconut and the sandalwood and the yeah. charcoal, it's just...
0: Oh. Take, take it out of the bag too, <laughs> to get the... the it's such a nice it's a, it's
1: a nice matte black color. Uh-huh. I love it, men love it, because yeah. they're like, I don't want anything you know, crazy colors and glitter. Like I don't want any of that. Um, I have put glitter into. It's, soap. Uh, it's I will as Some do people that. say
0: it's machismo.
1: Ooh. It's, it's um, close. Look at that.
0: And it's, it's got the hemp leaf on it, of course. Uh-huh. Um, Beautiful. I wish there was smell of it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I'm actually super interested. What's the soap making process like? You really like. You really love the aspect of making it. Now, don't give your trade secrets away. Yeah, no, I'm not going to
1: go through, you know, details. (laughs) The thing that I put in the most, obviously, coconut oil. So your oils, your jojoba, your coconut, your hemp. I use the most hemp. Hemp is like the base of everything. Um, I use a soap that is safe for all skin types. I use a goat's milk. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's great for sensitive skin. I have sensitive skin. So I didn't want to make anything that was going to be too harsh. Um, I wanted to keep the allergic reactions to a minimum because mm-hmm. I knew there weren't gonna be chemicals to cause a reaction. But if someone like I have I had had one person who was allergic to hemp oil and he oh. didn't know he was allergic to hemp oil until he used my soap. And so mm-hmm. when I make him his soap, I just do it without the hemp oil. And that's an extra jojoba or
2: something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, so
1: you just you substitute shea butter, mango butter, um, mm-hmm. cocoa butter like there's so many vitamin e um tea tree oil there's so many things you can put witch hazel i swear by witch hazel and i'm sure courtney will will tell you too it's one of those natural
2: astringents yes
1: yeah. and it's amazing for your skin um i put witch hazel in almost everything um it calms redness it's
2: like an exfoliator too isn't yeah, it? yeah like it's just
1: and you can buy that at walmart
2: yeah
1: <laughs> um i obviously order mine through I get my stuff is through Amazon um, because I can get the organic products from wherever in the United States
2: or even the world, Um, yeah, like African um, shea butter and stuff like that. Right, and I get it from there (laughs) Um,
1: through Amazon um, because you want to make sure what you're buying is 100% organic. You want to make sure that the labels come with ingredients. I just started actually putting my ingredients out there. I didn't want to at first because I was afraid it it is scary not because of what I'm putting in it but because I was like am I going to have people copycat me once they know what's in it they're going to try to copycat me but at the same time I'm proud of what I'm putting in it I know it's safe I know it's helping people and I know that if they had an allergic reaction it would be just something that naturally grows on the earth because that's all I use Um, I don't believe that anything I believe that everything we need was already put here for us. Yeah, um I agree. everything that we need yeah. we just have to figure out a way to use it yeah. you just have to have that entrepreneur brain and you have to think how or what what could i do with this to benefit me
0: yeah. and
1: so i know that you know i haven't had any allergic reactions from what i've used and i'm starting to have them if i use chemicals now or if i yep. use regular products i'm yep. noticing i'm having reactions to them because now my body's like whoa what is that we had gotten rid of that yep. So now i really can't use chemicals
0: anymore. Mm-hmm. It's that, a good thing. That, and that's a good good point to look at like if if you don't use for those of you who don't use like organic products all the time and sometimes you get like immune to these chemicals. And you don't really realize the the damage that you're doing because it's masked. Yeah. You're used to it. Yeah. Your the body's heavy smells. Yeah.
1: Those heavy yeah. chemical smells so people are like they're not used to the organic smells like the healing balm has that earthy organic like smell to it and people aren't used to that and they're like well I don't know if I like this you know I'll make it unscented for them whatever but if you're not used to it it can be it's like an acquired taste
2: Um, you know like
1: I love it now because of the prolonged use and it's like almost comforting to me you know to smell something like that but people aren't used to it they're used to going to the store and buying those heavy heavy synthetic scents with and
2: aluminum and dyes they're just not
1: good for you they're yeah. not good for your kids carcinogens um, oh. they're not good for you yeah. um end of the day yeah so i offer something that's affordable and organic in you know you go to the store and you try to buy organic products and you're like i can't afford this yeah. i'm gonna go buy irish spring
2: yeah. like <laughs> for a dollar for seven and it'll, last me. <laughs>
1: and it'll last me a year Yeah. You know, or so people take, it doing. Exactly. So, what I've done is like, listen, we can, you know, I can offer you something organic that's affordable. Yep. And so you don't have to feel like, well, I can't have it because it's organic and I just, like, can't swing it. No, you can swing it with me. Yep. And that's the way I wanted it. I said going into this, I'll never make something that's over $10. Mm. And if I can't make it for $10, I won't make it.
2: So, that was one of the things, like, looking through your website and everything. Like, I, I'm. I try to look at it as if it was mine you know like what's good about it what might maybe I would change about it like what concerns me and that was one of the things that almost kind of concerned me was just like the market price of CBD is like Mm -hmm. here right now Mm -hmm. you know and yours is like down here like but quality wise it's matching what people are you know charging through the roof for so it's almost like you want to f- kind of find like a happy medium. Like you don't want to charge too low because then like, because the CBD right. boom's happening. More and more people oh, are going to be looking into it. So like, you don't, if if, if, a, if a cost comes up that makes your price go up on your product or something right. like that, you want to be able to like, right. kind of prepare for that oh, yeah. So just be like, I would say just be careful like with that kind of pricing too, you know? Right, because you can undersell yourself, and it sounds like your product is way too good to just. It is, and
1: people have said like, "How can you only be charging this much?"
2: As your business grows, you can.
1: It's because I'm fortunate enough to get the oil in large quantities for nothing. Yeah, and that's why I'm able to sell it at the price point that I can sell it at. In the future, I can't guarantee that because things change
2: right. but as of
1: right now i'm able to do it yeah.
2: like if your demand and, goes and people up people are happy out. about
1: it <laughs> right people are really happy about it and i'm happy about it because i'm able to easily distribute my product to yep. people that maybe ordinarily wouldn't be able to use it try it they're loving it yep. and so it, it at the end of the day right now it's just all positive yeah in that aspect
2: i definitely think so uh you're, I I just can see your business just like exploding like and then you're gonna get to the point where you're gonna have to buy stuff like buy CBD oils and stuff. I hope so. I
1: hope so. And hemp oil. And I hemp want, oil. I, you know, and, and I pride myself on having only organic and having the best and I'm gonna, you know, a lot of businesses sell themselves out or sell themselves short just to make money. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they're focused on the money and yeah. if you're focused on the money you're more than likely going to lose customers and you're gonna more than likely fail if you focus on the customers the money comes yeah. so it's a very it's very simple if you always focus on the customer and you always focus on their needs the money is always going to be there and it's always going to be steady i didn't go into it for the money that's yeah. the crazy part too is people are like you know oh you must be like so happy now you're self-sufficient you're doing well whatever yeah it's great but i Am more happy to hear your success stories than to check my PayPal yeah. like it it's like mm-hmm. I said I'm still it's still kind of new to me too so I'm not used to yeah. having that like steady income that a busy that a busy business can have um, so, so I'm yeah. but you know, I've told myself, you know, you just keep doing what you're doing. Focus on the customer mm-hmm. because it it really is. It sounds so cliche, like every business says that the customer's always right. Focus on the customer, but if you put them first, you your odds of failing are
2: yeah. If you make customers happy and you have a pretty good price point, like you're gonna keep customers. It's important. Yeah. It's important to care. Well, right. you, I guess going to to my point. By making that connection with customers, you can kind of like, if you do have to go up on pricing, your customers will understand.
1: And they already do. Exactly. I've had them already reach out to me like, That's awesome. I don't care what this would cost me because what it's done for me.
2: Outweighs any money I could spend. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and, and I know who's making it, and I know that I can come to you with questions or concerns, and Mm -hmm. I'm really easy to talk to. It's funny, because once I had the website up, I started getting orders in like crazy, and I thought, wow, none of these people wanted to talk to me, (laughs) (laughs) like, like, you know, because people would order through DMs, like on Facebook, my personal Facebook, I didn't care, you could message me on my personal Facebook and place an order, and people did. But people don't want to do that. They don't want to be social and talk to you about their no. problems. They just want to go on your website, order it and hush hush, yeah. and that's okay. But I didn't realize I make like the joke of like, wow, so many people didn't want to talk to me. I think <laughs> but that they goes still back wanted to, point to try my products.
2: Stigma. You know, yeah. like there is, and that's one of the things I've been working on like with my whole series with Harvest Cup and basically anything I do involving cannabis, like it's to end the stigma. Like people are afraid to smoke a joint on, recording you know like but if you're drinking a beer that's perfectly fine you know like people are scared to educate their children about how beneficial cannabis is but they will keep their beer and alcohol right in front of them you know with no benefits whatsoever and can actually really harm them you know it's only negative like
1: i won't get into alcohol but it's um i'm not a fan of it it i don't drink personally anymore um, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made Yep, I'm really happy with my lifestyle now I'm healthier um, I was able to keep weight off I mean if you could go on and on
0: when can someone ever really say oh this really great thing happened to me <laughs> because I was hammered yeah
1: right it's never a good thing
0: Story. Yeah. And the fun yeah. thing
2: about that is like the, this stigma around oh. cannabis for over a hundred years. They're, they're saying your cannabis is gonna rot your brain it kills oh, your brain yeah. cells, yeah. while they're taking a shot of whiskey and it's actually uh-huh.
0: killing their brain cells. Yeah. <laughs> and how so many times dangerous. do you hear somebody say, "Oh, I got high the other day," and I had this idea, and then you act on that idea, Or you say <laughs> 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 like every day, right? And you hear people like, "Oh yeah, I, I smoke pot," and then I I like to write. Or, or I like to draw after it. Just kind of rewires the brain. How did you? So I never even asked you this. I don't know why I did
2: How did you feel when you smoked CBD flower? Like, did you feel like your brain was like more open and like, like kind of like the benefits of of smoking regular cannabis without the psychoactive
0: effect? See, the thing is, I'm I'm like still experimenting with smoking CBD, CBD, flour. CBD flower, but the one thing obviously right away is that you don't get high. Yep. Right. So it's weird. It's, you're like smoking it and like oh. Yeah I'm Waiting thinking inside. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what I like about it is like you you can get that social kind of that social thing where you kinda like pass pass a joint around and yeah. you don't it doesn't make you paranoid. It makes you um, it's like the opposite where you smoke it and you feel tuned in. Like you can smoke that and, and go to the store and have a regular conversation with anybody and you feel good. Now, I'm not exactly sure yet on what exactly the feeling is. Uh, I know a lot of people it, people say that it relieves anxiety. Yeah. So I, I was never the type of person who felt like I had anxiety. But there's something when when I do smoke it, it I feel like, I, I don't know if it's confident or if it's, but there, there's, it's a good feeling, yeah. right? And it's something that I can't quite describe yet. I'm working on it. But I'm definitely, Keep definitely... experimenting. Yeah, yep. for sure. <laughs> there's I'm, time. I'm, there's yeah. CBD. There's time. And I mean, when you, when you smoke a, a, a tiny little bowl, the, the amount of CBD that you're getting is, is very yeah. small compared to if you actually like ingest it. Or, yeah. Or so topical. it's definitely, there's, yeah. there's room to grow. But I can understand that why there's trepidation still in it. Because there's a lot of companies out there that if they catch wind... That you're smoking cannabinoids, they'll fire you. Yeah. Like many hospitals, yeah. they don't test for THC; they test for cannabinoids. Hmm. So if you if they you go for a piss test and they they catch CBDs, you can get fired. Oh, that's and that's it's it's a crime. It really is. But wow. at, at the moment, <laughs> like at this very moment, that's still alive. And there yeah. there's some people like no, we don't we don't want that, especially those people like we talked about who are set in their ways their their trench is so rigid that it's hard to deviate from that path they're riding that like who knows who knows when they'll be derailed to be like okay fine I get it it's cool but up until then there's still people that are gonna be like I really need my job I can't afford to lose it so I gotta which, keep this thing hush Which hush. sucks because
2: they'll probably end up using something that isn't gonna heal them and it's gonna hurt them even more and or they'll start drinking more because that's not cycle. tested. Like, yeah. It really is a vicious cycle. Like, this is the way I think about it. I have mentioned on podcast that I have been helping somebody with uterine cancer. And when will this be released? It's probably like mid February. I'll, I'll put an update if, if it's changed since, but in a month and a half of using cannabis oil, my friend's uterine cancer went from the size of kiwi to like 35% smaller. No chemo, no chemo whatsoever. Switched to an organic vegan diet wow. and uh, used the cannabis oil that I made out of my garden. And she's shrinking her cancer. CBD and good vibes. Oh, and, and CBD I mean, because, and so I was saying that a few episodes back that she got really messed up off my cannabis oil. Like the first time she took it, she couldn't, her eyes wouldn't focus. Like, she just, she, she didn't like panic because she knew that it was gonna happen. I told her this shit's really powerful, like really powerful. Yeah. And uh, I, I gave her some CBD because CBD fights off the psychoactive effects of THC. And now she's able to get up to her full dose. And I, I, was, I was telling him like, she literally looked like she came back from vacation. Like I didn't see her for a month. I gave her some cannabis oil. And then I saw her like a month later. She's like, I feel great. Like, yeah, you're like, not to sound weird, but you look great. You're like glowing. You're like, did you go on vacation? So, no, I've just been like home from work and like i just been high all day. It's great. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. But uh, yeah, awesome. I'm super excited. My buddy who I've been making it with, he actually almost completely rid somebody of a brain tumor that was like
1: Unbelievable. huge. Wow. Unbelievable. In three and a half months.
2: Yeah. No chemo. No chemo whatsoever. What
1: I'm excited about, and I don't think it'll happen in, you know, our generation as we get older, but our children's, I'm excited about their future because mm-hmm. this is just the beginning. Yep. We're just getting into this.
2: Yeah, like my kids will totally be. Taking and so CBD our and kids will you know. be
1: totally. I mean, it's exciting to yep. think about. It, I'm hopeful um, that it go, continues to go this direction.
0: I think it will. I, uh, I think so, too. I think people will start using it like oregano, <laughs> <laughs> like putting it onto their food. is like like just like, oh, salt. what's in your, what's in your spaghetti sauce? Just add a little sauce. CBD yeah. to that. It'll be yeah, great. Like salt, yeah. pepper, hemp. You won't be <laughs>
2: <this. laughs> I've actually been wanting to do that because uh, I've been reading about the effects, the, the, the benefits of juicing cannabis leaves. Like you take like 20 cannabis leaves and a couple fresh nards and juice like, them. families? Yeah, it doesn't get you stoned whatsoever because you're not activating the THC, so it's THCA, which Mm. is actually very beneficial, Uh, but no psychoactive effect. So you can drink it and get all the benefits, medical benefits of it, and uh, not get stoned if you don't wanna do that.
0: Amazing plant, so many ways you can use it.
1: It naturally grows here. Yeah. Let's think about that for a second. (laughs) Sustainable, yep. Don't get me into conspiracy and aliens, but it naturally (laughs) grows here. Aliens put it here, no.
2: Uh I kinda think that kind of have a I have a couple theories myself
1: <laughs> those seeds were sprinkled on earth yeah it right. was for us to use right or else it wouldn't be here that's just my firm belief on it
2: like, absolutely
1: this plant is intelligent this plant does things that no other plant can do
0: yep I mean, it outlived the dinosaurs. Yeah, for real, <laughs> the dinosaurs were probably eating it. Again. Oh man, what's up? Tell me why they're That's why they That's were why they so plant eaters. Yeah. <laughs> they they say velociraptors were smart. <laughs> well, <laughs> the velociraptors ate the plant eaters yeah. that ate all the weed, and <laughs> you can just see them now, like over a, a fire, with like instead of roasting marshmallows, roasting <laughs> activating <Yeah>. the taste. <laughs> it looks about two twenty. We're good.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean. It naturally grows here. Mm-hmm. That's yep. all I have to say about that. Yep.
0: I mean, yeah, doesn't it grow like three times faster than trees? You oh, can, you can there have strains
1: that grow in any climate, helps,
0: yeah. like, like hemp. A lot of hemp strains yeah. are specifically bred so
2: that way it, it's like can fight because like here in Massachusetts we have like a million percent humidity in the growing season, and a lot of like cannabis plants, like regular like THC strains, can't handle. How the moisture in the air and everything, and by like September when you're about to harvest, you'll start getting destroyed with bud rot, and it makes you want to cry, and I probably have cried over it. <laughs> it's an awful feeling, but hemp is actually bred to fight against that and fight against pests and everything like that, and it pulls uh, stuff out of the soil, like any toxins and everything out of hemp the soil. Hemp farming. Yep.
1: Hemp farming.
2: Speaking of, we uh, we got a letter Good. back from Massachusetts Department of Agriculture Resources, and they said that they are uh, our application is under review. Yeah.
0: Today is the third business day that it's been under review, so. Like, fingers crossed. I can't tell you how excited I've been, like running out to my mailbox <laughs> every, every morning to like, is it there? Is it there? Is it there? No. Uh, is it there? Is it there? <gasps> and, and, as soon as I see the MDAR, It's the Massachusetts Agricultural, whatever it is, and uh, as soon as I saw that letter, I was like skipping (laughs) to my front door, like so excited. Just like I'm excited for you guys. So Corey, you're like six months in now. Mm -hmm. Um, What was like the the biggest challenge for starting a business?
1: Oh God, all the money you have to put in it. So I still feel like I'm putting in so much money, Uh just the supplies. Um, and when you're buying supplies at the quality that I'm buying them it's a really expensive so I took a huge leap of faith when I I just believed in it so much that I I spent all of my money at that time all of my money on whatever I needed to make this work it ended up working in my favor so far so good but that was the hardest thing was it actually wasn't getting myself out there and keeping up with orders it was Oh my god I have to spend all this money because when you're not used to having a lot of money and making a lot of money and you take everything you have and you invest it and you throw it into your baby my baby it's a risk yeah. it's a huge risk and that was the hardest for me um, but like I said I had that gut feeling and I just needed to follow it and I'm so glad that I did you know five years ago ten years ago whatever I wouldn't have had this confidence at all, I was not the same person, and I definitely wouldn't have put my stuff out there, even if, like, I was making product before. Um, I had always been making my own stuff, because it's just what I like to do. But I, I didn't have the confidence in it to be like, hey, do you want to try this? I made it. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, no, this is just what I do, I'm going to be an introvert, I'm going to use it to myself, and that's it. So yeah, definitely um, the in, the, invest, the initial investing.
2: Like pull, ripping off the baby. Ooh, like. that, was, that was really yeah. hard,
1: especially when you have kids. Yeah. Twins like are that. really expensive. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine. So, and I'm, it's just really hard. Yeah, so, sure. going from, you know, oh my God, I need this money for my children to being like, this is going towards this and I'm going to make something out of it. And I did make something out of it, but that was,
0: he, it, you might as well funny. have
1: ripped my heart out. Plus I'm Portuguese. Spending money is like,
2: oh my God. (laughs) No. Bunch of Portuguese. Spending money when you're
1: Portuguese is like, you better need it because, whew.
2: Yeah. That's that's so funny. I feel like Portuguese women are so frugal with money, but then Portuguese men are just like, oh, spend it all. No.
1: No? No. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) No. My dad is straight Uh, off the boat, okay? uh came over in the 70s floated on over (laughs) um, from the Azores he is he's
2: he
1: taught me money Um, he taught me more than that but he taught me money and um, he taught me how to spend it wisely Mm -hmm. he saw the light in my eyes when I was telling him about this he saw the light bulb and he was like this man will not give excuses to spend money but he like gave me the green light he's like if you really think if you really believe in this and I can see that you do then go ahead because I was living you know I'm living with him and both of my parents and he was like I've taken over the kitchen (laughs) Mm -hmm. because he saw that in me and he saw that desire and that excitement and go for it and he's been really helpful um, since he's like my my dad's my biggest fan, so for him to give me the, the go ahead night. to spend that kind <laughs> of money on on stuff when he was unsure <laughs> like of it himself was like a huge deal.
2: So yeah, I want to point something out here. We're all around the same age. I'm probably the eldest. So yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> by like six months. Yeah, <laughs> about to be 29 in two months. But uh, so. We're all just under 30, right? It's all We've all taken a little time to like figure out that this is like supposed to be our path of, of doing entrepreneurship. And all three of us also live at home. You know, I live with my, my in-laws. You know, it's so important that you kind of if you do realize that this entrepreneurial thing is is for you and you don't have the money or the capital to get started, one of the easiest ways to save money is just to live with your parents. And if your parents are okay with that, move back for a couple years. And then maybe you could build up your business enough to be right back on your own and way better than you yeah. would have been if you were to just yeah. try to live on your own. Even
0: if you're 40, you don't have yep. to be under 30. Just so you need to swallow that pride, be like, all right, I know that it's not, like the coolest thing, I look at my mom too. Yeah, it's we not all the, do. It's, not the, it's not the coolest thing, but you know what? This is really important <laughs> to yep. me, and you know, we're building. Yeah, that's we're exactly doing something. We're, we're not course. just sitting at home
2: playing video games all day. You know, like yeah. we're at home grinding. Like you're taking care of twins and building a business, like and
1: doing online school. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my bachelor's in business this year. Nice. So it's it's like three three major full time activities yeah. at once in my life. How important
2: is scheduling in your life? Oh,
1: <laughs> I still haven't found a way to balance everything, it's I'm going to be honest with you. It's really hard because twins are unpredictable, first of all. Yep. there's kind of You can schedule your kids, but you can't really schedule <laughs> your kids. So just working around them because they come first and yep. you know then school. I try to put school before my business, but when you love something, like I love my business more than I love school. I'm sorry, uh-huh. you know. I I want that business degree, but so just finding a balance between school, business, and then the kids too has been a, another huge challenge of mine that I've had. Um, I still struggle with that almost daily. I think and like and try to schedule in time
2: for each. It's something. It's it's something that doesn't come easy to like no. most people. Like. I would literally say in the past month, month and a half, I've really started to get better with scheduling. Like before that, literally, like the whole two years of entrepreneurship before that, I sucked at scheduling. <laughs> like we were literally like, it would be Sunday and we'd be like, oh, we're, what day are we recording a podcast this week? <laughs> it's like, okay, this isn't working. We, we sat down and scheduled out like five weeks of podcast recording and and got interviews scheduled and stuff like that, you know. Just makes life so much easier when you know like what is
0: the, that you have to do, and then like scheduling around that yeah. is so important. Yeah, organization yeah. is key. I mean, even if you just like look at your calendar, and if you look at a day and you see like, oh, there's a lot of white space here. Yeah. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh, let's fill that up with shit. And even and it like lets
2: you see that stuff. I've been doing is like so I I go hard on Instagram with liking, commenting, and following. That's why I think I've gotten what am I at thirty. 800 followers right now. I think I was at like 2,000 the beginning of the month, around there, 2,200.
1: Just growing your...
2: Just growing your my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So wh- I'm just commenting, liking, and, and following people. But at the same time, some days I didn't want to do that. So now I kind of like force myself and I put like a two-hour block on my schedule that it's like Instagram. You're not doing anything yeah. else but Instagram. Like now I have the baby. So like, You know, I gotta gotta squeeze that in. Mm -hmm. Like yesterday, I'm making a flyer for somebody and I I timed myself because I wanted to see how long it took me because they were like, oh, this should only take you five minutes. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't think you understand what it takes (laughs) to make a good image. So I timed it and I had to do a diaper change in the middle of it. (laughs) So I'm just like, it it makes things a little difficult. But, you know, with the scheduling, it makes the the unexpected stuff a little bit easier, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: (sighs) Getting a planner. Was the best thing I did. I had to get a planner.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Google Calendar is my I,
1: I pen and paper everything. Yeah. So, like as the orders come in, I handwrite everything. I don't rely on a tablet. Um, I do all my own accounting on paper. Jeez, why? So I just like the old school way of doing it. And Feels natural. I have a notebook full. So I have everyone's names. I know everything anyone's ever ordered from me and their address and it's like a contacts
2: i can find it's like you. a Whoa. big notebook of
1: contacts but their preferences <laughs> yeah
2: too um, so i
1: know i can always look back so it's almost and everything's like a, a handwritten file. and nothing's lost e- i'm so i get so nervous about losing stuff on my phone
2: you know your yeah. phone can get
1: wiped out one day you could break it whatever but i have everything in a notebook it's like i'm a i'm a writer i love to write and like journal and stuff so to me it just was natural to handwrite everything and I still do as of right now. I'm sure that'll change because I'm going through notebooks, but yeah.
2: <laughs> the notebook costs are outrageous. <laughs> yeah, like last
1: night I'm writing up a I'm packing up some orders and I'm like, oh, I need that person's address. And I got like I'm going through notebooks fishing for an address. Yeah
2: control. That F. I've written, good, that good. I've written down.
1: So it's just like, you know, but I just like doing things old school. I think eventually, and I was just talking to my dad about this. I, the internet's getting to be a scary place. It's amazing. Social media is awesome. Networking is awesome, but there's a lot of things you can't trust on the internet. I think eventually we're gonna go to the old ways of doing, back to the old ways of doing things. Maybe not soon, but eventually, cause I just foresee the internet being this scary dark place that is not like a trustworthy like place to be. I don't know, maybe I'm just paranoid, but that's why I like to keep everything on pen and paper as much as I can, Yeah, and so that's just what that,
0: I do. That makes a lot of sense to me. I was on the on the internet the other day, and uh, did you know in 1895, the entire state of Ohio had two cars. <laughs> they crashed into each other. <laughs> 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 they managed to hit yeah. each other. The, the only reason cars I, cars. I bring that up is because I saw it on the internet. I don't know if that's true or not. Were they even around in 1895? Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely, <laughs> <laughs> they, got they definitely were. But I don't know if that's on, it's actually, well, it's yeah, actually true. About, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: go Can you this, imagine that. only two cars in the whole state Hitting each and, each and they hit each other?
0: Yeah. That's hilarious. That was
1: on purpose. That was bumper cars. Bumper they were cars?
0: They were like, let's just do it and see what happens. All
1: Let's just do it and see what happens. so
0: they were, they were ten years strong at that point. The
2: Benz was the first vehicle. <laughs> See, I always thought the Model T was the first vehicle, but apparently it was a Benz.
0: Oh yeah, interesting. That's very interesting. Learning stuff every day. You're welcome. Oh,
1: Benz was the first vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I we learned in high school was wrong. <laughs> I know,
2: right? Yeah, Columbus did not sail the ocean blue and <laughs> Don't get me started on <laughs> Columbus. Columbus. Not bad oh my no, god, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, we <he's here>. do. <laughs> he was a jerk. Someday though replace Columbus Day with Indigenous Day. Someday
0: Indigenous Day. Yeah.
1: No, it's
0: true. So, what was the um, back back to your business? what was the moment where you kind of like,
1: wow, this mm. is
0: this is working,
1: working for people? Or I couldn't believe
0: that oh, people. No, no, no like people. this. Your idea. Your idea is coming into fruition, and it's when you were like, I can't
2: stop. If I stop now, like, I July, just can... my birthday. So about the ha- like like.
1: Um, that's when I started in July. Um, my twenty seventh birthday was it like hit me harder than other birthdays. It's not like it was 30, but it felt dangerously close. Scared me a little bit. Um, and I wanted to be self-sufficient. Mm. Um, I never wanted to feel like I had to have a partner to support me. Yeah. Mm. And um, well, so when my birthday happened and I was just, that's when I, right after my birthday, cause my birthday is on the fifth, of July and on July 21st is when I was I um, first posted on Instagram about my soaps I had been making it between my birthday and the 21st like those weeks I had been like I hadn't told anybody I was just being a mad scientist quite literally in the kitchen (laughs) yeah exactly and just filling my kitchen with different soaps like my parents were like what is going on <laughs> I'm like you have soap for this and soap for this and soap for this and everybody use my soap please love well, it you get a soap you yeah, get a I soap need to test it like I need testers like yep. take five showers a day because I have five different <laughs> soaps you need to test out please I had to know it worked good yeah so I was like cleaning and just using them in as many ways as I could to just really test them out you know and I believed in it and it was great um But yeah, between my birthday and the 21st is when I was making them, and then on the the 21st, I was like, okay, I'm ready to tell everyone about this. This is sick. (laughs) And that's why I put it on my Instagram.
2: Might blow your mind a little bit. It's 27, right? Mm -hmm. So you're three years away from 30. Mm -hmm. When you hit 30, you basically have like two more lifetimes to live. (laughs) Like with, with technology being the way it is, we're probably gonna live till at least 90. So 30 to me is like, yeah, maybe a hundred. People live to
1: 90 now. Yeah, exactly. So So
2: 90 is just like an easy number. Like we'll say we're gonna live to 90. That's literally literally more than three times your age, you know? Like, so the way I see it is I can't wait to fucking hit 30. That's (laughs) the end of my first life. That's and you know how much <laughs> shit I've learned in that first 30 years. Well, you years. learn
1: everything in the first 30, don't you? Well, like maybe, maybe not everything, not but, everything like, but your
2: base maybe like yeah, the foundation yeah, of like, I, who you are and yeah. maybe not even 30. I feel like it's like 33, 34 when you really start like maybe for men, fully maturing and stuff like that, you know? Starting 45? (laughs) I can't wait to be 45. Don't say that. When I'm 45 and I'm just
0: chilling and and, and on vacation with my little girl, she won't be little anymore. I don't want want to be 45! (laughs) No! (laughs) But 27, 27 is like, that's an important, it's an important number. It is young. But it's it's like that age where you reach your, you're out of your mid-20s. You're like Mm. approaching your late 20s and that's,
2: that's hard. It could be scary, but I, I tell so people, like, my brother's 31. Getting, and he's getting like, Oh, I'm getting old. Oh, yeah. like, shut the hell up. Like, you got 60 more years to live. He's like, Yeah, there is oh, that feeling right.
1: around 30 that people get that.
2: Society you know, maybe, does that to us.
1: Yeah. And I fell into that, honestly. When I turned 27, it scared me because I was like, I'm so close. And now, even now, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be First of all, you barely look 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> so um, yeah, I still get carded. I mean, if I go have a social drink anywhere, like, which is rare, but if I do, I get carded,
2: I mean. Yeah, I looked like I was like 14 when I shaved my face last month. (laughs) I like just, Courtney was like, don't shave your beard. I was like, well, I'm gonna shave my beard just to spite you now. (laughs) And uh, then I looked like a toddler, so that
0: was good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, last time I shaved, I I shaved it clean and uh, I played a, a 16 year old in a shoot, and I looked 16. That's had, awesome. Yeah, I had a, a pimple on my face. Oh, it was, my God. It was perfect. <laughs> oh, that's it was like I was 16. Awesome.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, everybody wants to look and feel young. Yeah. But it's true that we're only learning as we get older, and, and I wouldn't have been able to come up with this business and do this business unless I was 27, unless I had the experience and the knowledge, and everything I had done previous in my life had led me to this point
2: those years of heartbreak and L's and loss everything
1: everything Mm -hmm. led me to this point I'm grateful for it yeah you become
2: grateful for it um you almost love those losses yeah you you
1: realize that life isn't happening to you it's happening for you
2: Don't be a victim to your life. Exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. Everything so, happens
2: for a reason. I know that's cliche, and my style always on, but, but it's
1: absolutely true.
2: Couldn't be true. Sure. The law of attraction
1: <laughs> is so real. That's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about the law of attraction for like two hours. But yeah, it's totally real. It's 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 something that people always like. Why is this happening to me? This is happening to me. No, why is it, this is happening for you? And yeah. so I've taken everything that's happened to me and changed it to happen for me. and and now I have what I have now. You to
2: be grateful even when it's not good. It's a state of mind. Yep.
1: Absolutely. You have to retrain your brain. You have to totally retrain your brain. And it takes a lot of work and just self-discipline. That A lot of people, either they're not aware of it, Mm -hmm. they're too lazy to do it, or they want it done for them, whatever the case is. If you self-discipline and you can retrain your brain, possibilities, opportunities, things open up for you. That's what happened to me, if you so could, I'm just grateful for it. If honestly. you could just be
2: self-aware, it adds so much more to like your ammo. You know, like if you know why you failed and you only blame yourself, how can anything go wrong? Like, you're right. just gonna be learning and learning and learning and every, mm-hmm. new, every new thing you learn is gonna be like just catapulting you further and yeah. further and further.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people have, problem with that because self-discipline and self-awareness is hard yeah it's the hard it's uncomfortable yeah. to, to be that aware of what's going on and to yeah. see things um outside of those rose-colored lenses and it's it's uncomfortable so people can't or have a hard time kind of like jumping in now earlier you had mentioned that uh 10 years ago you didn't have the courage that you right. have now to to just say, okay, this is all the money I have left. Um, I hope this works. Let's do it.
1: Uh, Yeah, no way.
0: What was there any real moment that kind of triggered, Okay, this is this is a learning experience. I'm not that way anymore.
1: I've always been an introvert, but the self-confidence and the just and a lot of people struggle with this that's why their ideas never make it out there
0: it really it was a
1: bunch of things that happened to me over the my 20s Um, I would say 21 to 25 Um, and then when I had my children I it really happened like overnight almost I feel like a different person after Mm -hmm. I had them it the newfound purpose You have, I have such purpose now that I didn't feel like I had before. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, people struggle with purpose. I struggled with purpose before, but when my kids were born, it's like, (sighs) I have something so amazing to live for, and I'm going to make something of myself because I'm going to take care of them with it, not only, but. To show them and be a, a good role model, and you just want to be the best person that you can be for them, and so it's like overnight when I had them, I became this really strong, confident. Don't need alcohol to be confident, woman, <laughs> and um, really just was like, I'm taking control.
0: Yep.
1: I'm taking control of what happens to me from now on, because I have them.
0: Yeah. I there are, you have people who. Are I have those girls. Yeah. For everything.
1: Yeah, that need me, um, and I'm one of the only people they have. So it's was extra important.
2: It's like that extra pressure you need just to be. It's like
1: I work really well under
2: pressure. Turning you into yeah. that down <laughs> that that pressure, like mm-hmm. that final pressure of like having a kid, like yeah. My kid's name is literally purpose. Like <laughs> her name is Nia. Like that means purpose in I forget what language it is, but like because that's exactly what it is. Like mm-hmm. as soon as you, as soon as I held my son. Four and a half years ago I was just like, I need to go harder, I need to be greater, I need to be like yeah. as good as I can be. And then again it was like almost the same thing with my daughter. Like mm-hmm. the second I held her, I'm like
1: this mini human needs you. Yeah. It needs you to be great. And that's what happened to me. Yeah, times No two. more beats <laughs> on <the other laughs> yeah. <two>. At once. <laughs> I'm an overachiever. Wow. Yeah. to so. it once. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, that that was the turning point. Um but even after having them, I still like I had the mindset, and I knew I felt different. Yeah, it still took me a little bit of getting that. Why courage. do I feel
2: different? What is this feeling? Right. Mm-hmm. So and, and that kind of plays perfectly into like what we've been talking about. It almost seems like every podcast now, like parenting and entrepreneurship. What kind of struggles do you have having two two year old girls mm-hmm. and still trying to run a business? and still trying to go to school? Ugh, maybe even try so to have a social life somewhere in that there. That doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't my friends either, so. hate. Me <laughs> I never
1: get to go out.
2: Yeah, my friends all think I hate them. Like, yeah. dude, you never hang out. I'm like,
1: yeah, it's not that I don't want to. It's I'm
2: it's, gonna be working on my phone when I'm hanging out with you. I'm sorry. Like, I just I need to work.
1: <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm so focused on that. That happen. I can't, I will not have any distractions Yep I call them distractions Like going out, yeah, that's healthy Go out with your friends, whatever I'm not going out to get drunk Right. Um, so I can't relate to you there If that's what you want to do um, I'm not going
2: out to talk about other people who Can't relate there you know? Right. I want to talk about right. ideas I'm going to or... end up
1: talking about my business the whole time yeah. <laughs> And you're going to be like, shut Ooh, up you by <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, my friends don't see me yeah, if I have any left <laughs> between
2: being a mom and being an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I have any
1: left um, no I have true and few that have stuck around Yeah,
0: yeah. because I the had room friends
1: room. that didn't yeah. when you have kids yeah. you know um, the yeah. true and few stick around yeah. and they're worth it um, they'll at least check on you and you know I can't see you but I'm here and Whatever I understand, you're busy. Those people you you want to keep in your life because it's really it's healthy to maintain friendships. Of course, whether you're in a relationship or not, um, you really want to maintain those friendships. But the balance, just the balance, has been insane. (laughs) Um, The girls want to help me. Uh, You know, they want to help me make soap. They see what I'm doing in the kitchen. They kind of just like stand there and they like watch me. They want me to pick them up and. You, you know, I, you can't explain to a two-year-old, you know, mommy needs to make soap right now. <laughs> <laughs> they don't
0: care. I'm working.
1: They're like, what do you, like, they don't know. So that's been really hard. The communication the barrier has yeah. been hard. So when they get older, it'll be easier. And I tell them all the time, this is your business. Like, you're going to take this over. I tell them all the time. So this is all going to be
2: yours. Um, it's so fun to have your kids, like, watch you work. Like, I love when my son comes in and I'm, like, editing video or something. And he's like... How are you on the video there (laughs) and right here, Dad? I'm confused. Asking questions. (laughs) Yeah, the camera angles are changing. He's just looking at me like, "What are you doing,
1: man?" (laughs) It's cool though. Yeah. And and they're showing their eyes light up. Yep. And they're showing. I let them look at all the soaps. I you know I put them out and they're all different colors and, um, they're. Showing real interest in it, like obviously the two. They yeah. want to. They want to pick them. There's been a few instances where they have picked up soap and thrown it across <laughs> the kitchen, and I've been like, ah! <laughs> but it happens. Yeah. And um, they're great. They're funny little girls, and they definitely can't wait to help me. So I'm like, yay, child labor. What are you
2: <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest labor. <laughs> yeah.
0: When
1: they're like ten, I'm putting them to work. Maybe oh, yeah. even before that. Probably like seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, teach them the
1: business you know, hey, how do you want to learn the business the family business, because that's what I'm I want to create is yep. the family business and teach my girls, and then have them pick up from there, that's yes. that's my true
2: wish, goals, yeah. hashtag goals yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like there's just so much information packed into this I love yeah, it. yeah this is. is a lot,
1: I, I think it's a lot I think when you edit it, you're going to be like
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like with with long long uh, videos, you can chop them up. Yeah. Like break them up into little tidbits. I like, I hope this
1: isn't one long run on that.
2: And if you like, if you watch this afterwards, and you're like, hey, I really like that clip, of, you know, can you take that out for me? It's something I could do too. Like, if yeah. you want to take any of the clips and use mm-hmm. them for oh, social yeah. media. my business
1: pages because people don't know what I look like like a lot of people don't know I'm I'm making their stuff they don't know me personally Mm -hmm. so I'm excited about this too because now people get to see who don't know me Mm. hi (laughs)
2: hey
0: (laughs) I'm making your stuff so before we actually started the podcast you had mentioned that you were you kind of had stepped out of that like kind of shy introvert nature and you went out to businesses how was that kind of step from going to this is a hobby into mm. okay now i'm I'm uh. putting my neck out there going to businesses what was that all like going from individual to almost wholesale yeah,
1: yeah. uh and I love wholesale wholesale is awesome I want to get into stores I'm like i'm sure. I'm itching
0: and you have been stepping in into that door haven't you
1: yeah salons um stuff like that but you know smaller places right now is keeping me busy but um i think it was just once i started telling friends like close friends hey this is what i'm doing come try it i was giving my stuff away for free yeah. um meeting people meeting up with people in parking lots if you ever met up with me in a parking lot
0: to buy soap
1: or for me to give you soap just be like use this
2: yeah, yeah.
1: please love it um, Once I was getting that feedback, the good feedback from a lot of people, that would be brutally honest with me and tell me if it wasn't good. It was like, okay, I have something. That's when it really felt like I had something, um, when I wasn't the only one who liked it. And um, I have people that collect my soap. Like, they collect it. They're just like, just keep it coming. Every time you have a new scent, I want it. Type of thing. That's a good feeling. Yeah. That's a really cool feeling. Yeah, that is cool. And I was just driving to their house, putting it out, you know, pulling it in their driveway, hey, I'm here, here you go, got the bags. <laughs> just doing deliveries all the time. And my dad would be like, What are you doing? Like you're you're basically giving your stuff away and using all your gas. Once again, it wasn't about money to me. It was about getting what I made and believed in into somebody's hands because I knew they would love it that's what it was about
2: the value you bring to people when you give them something and that's that's something that you're giving them costed you money mm-hmm. and it's gonna help them it's like yep. a trifecta of like absolutely creating a perfect customer base like it sucks yeah. it sucks to give away stuff for free like I've done so many videos for free mm-hmm. flyers for free I can't even count like all you that. have
1: to prove yourself yeah yeah that's really. what it was was for me It was proving yeah. myself
2: and then once you figured out that you did, and you can start being yeah. like, okay, I can ask for money for this and feel comfortable because I know I have a quality
0: product. Right. It and builds up it that did. confidence. Mm-hmm. And that confidence cascades and that you can go and take bigger leaps and say, all right, I got this. Let's go, I'm let's do, do this it. Now.
1: Like stand up comedy. Yeah. Okay, like we're doing that. <laughs> we got to yeah. get a nice
0: schedule for all three of us to go do stand up comedy. I totally. I'm ready. I, this is like seven or eight open mics every single week. I'm really? Ready. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's schedule something soon. Just I got jokes sure ready. We'll let's just make
1: sure it. we have some cannabis before we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and while I'm on stage, like,
2: hold on, I'm gonna be the guy. I'm gonna be the typical long haired hippie guy with a beard that hits a babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: and we can record it.
2: Yes. Yeah, that'd be funny. I think it it would would explain good. Explain that would be. I actually have a good idea for you for a podcast type of idea. It's almost like, in other podcasts that are trying to get Corey on don't steal this from us. Um, <laughs> Make soap, like do the whole process and have fun in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, like almost like a, I hate to like put it this way, but almost like a Martha like a, Stewart. Like a cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a kitchen <laughs> witch. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm such a kitchen witch. Yeah, that's so accurate. I think people would would like to see the process. Leave my, you know, there's stuff that I wouldn't want to put on camera just yep. because of the copycats. Yep. Like There is a way of putting ingredients together.
2: Yep. That's the other thing I was um, thinking of for your ingredient label. Put secret ingredient. If anybody <laughs> ever asks, it's first of all, it's a conversation starter. What's your secret ingredient, love?
1: It is love. But it there is. You go. I, I Actually, I say that to my mom all the time. Like, I'll give my mom something, and she'll be like, well, what's this? I'm like, it's made with love. Just use it. <laughs> like <laughs> It,
2: it, it, it well, really is. people yeah. are, like, are, like, skeptical of everything. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm Oh, it's.
1: What is this? Drugs? What's yeah. this What drugs? is this
0: drugs? You're giving people drugs? As yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. My uh. aunt is convinced that we're going to be uh, Drug dealers. like the cartel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I have somebody, actually his name's Will, hi Will, um, and he calls me his soap dealer. Like That's he refers right. to me <laughs> as his soap dealer because uh-huh. he's been meeting up with me in parking lots since I first started. He got one of my first bars of soap. Wow.
0: Sounds like something Vu would say.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's been meeting up with me in parking lots for soap for six months. So That's like awesome. he's like, what's you know, you're my. Have you ever gotten team. like a
2: cop that comes up to your car, like, what are you guys doing?
1: Never. <laughs> uh, That'd be you a never.
2: funny thing. Like, you want some soap, officer? Yeah,
1: I'm <laughs> selling. I'm dealing soap out of my car. You know, it's completely innocent. But yeah, mm. some people soap dealer. <laughs> I'll meet up with them at the mall.
0: You're the soap plug. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I really am, but awesome. if you want good soap, I'm your girl. Yeah,
0: you get a trench coat opened <laughs> up and <there's> just soaps. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need today? Man, you're so epic. I'll
1: never forget that day. I went to the Galleria and I parked, and I told like a bunch of people to meet me there at the same time, like typical drug dealer move, uh-huh. right? And I'm sitting there waiting in my car, and then all of a sudden, all these cars pull up, and there's a line at my window. I'm in the driver's what? seat. Yeah, I'm in the driver's seat in front of Dick's Sporting Goods, and there's a line of people waiting to get their stuff out of my car.
2: That is so I funny. had produced
1: a line.
2: If that's not entrepreneurial, I don't know what it is. And I, mean, I
1: sat there and I was like, look what I've done.
2: Yeah.
1: And people yeah. are like, oh, there she is. She must be over there because there's where all the people are. And then I see more.
2: It would have been funny if like mm. random people came up like, what's going on over here? Like, Yeah. And I'm know, like, like so... actually,
1: I got some extra. That's another thing too is whenever I meet up with people, they'd be like, do you have any like extra though? And I'm like, you got to tell me.
2: Yeah. I bring right. what's yeah. needed.
1: Need I'm super strict. Like. Yeah. I usually don't have extra. It really is made to order because...
2: It's personalized.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to have a huge stock, like a huge store in my house, I call it, because I want it to be fresh. This is organic product. It's got a shelf life. Yep. I want it to be like a day or two and then you get it. Yep. Mm.
0: Have you considered farmer's markets?
1: Yeah. I'm, uh, well, this summer I'm going to be doing a lot of different, um, I'm doing the Portuguese feast For for the weekend at at the Holy Ghost That's going
2: to
1: I'm so excited for that That's going to be amazing Because I know a lot of people in Taunton But to be like I'm from East Taunton So to be in East Taunton And around all these people that I get to like Actually talk to Mm -hmm. um, Face to face because it's so different Than online Mm -hmm. when I get to talk to someone Face to face about what I'm making Um, So I'm so excited to be at the feast And I'll have two girls there with me Helping me um that know me i trust them they love my stuff and it's like one of those things where i can have those girls there and they know their shit too that's awesome so i'm really excited about that and just not just the feast but like you said like other farmers markets craft fairs craft fairs are huge in the fall yep yeah next fall is going to be huge Plenith, for me too Kingston. i have a lot of ideas
2: i have a, a i have a look ideas. up to uh harvest cup for next year if you, if you oh, a table yeah, there, so well, that- Yeah. Light bulb just went. (laughs) There (laughs) was over three hundred vendors there this year when I did the event. That's awesome. Thousands and thousands
0: and thousands of attendees. I would love that. Yeah, it's so funny how the. The entrepreneurial mind is like we're all just light bulbs are going on in a conversation. Yep. I'm sitting here thinking, seeing Corey at like uh, next to the Malasavish stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Get your Malasavish. Yes. the CBD yes. Malasavich like, <laughs> Yes,
1: my will be there making
0: them. Like, oh, giving yeah. Malasavish at <laughs> <the> your table. She <laughs>
1: totally would.
0: You yeah. could give away like free wet naps for people as they oh. as they clean up and like yeah, check out my soaps. Dude, CBD Malasavichs wet naps. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. What a, what a fun podcast. Yeah, this has been great.
1: This is awesome. Thank you guys. Do you have? I'm anything? glad you reached
2: out. Yeah, this has been awesome. We had we actually had to delay because I had the baby last week, and it was so easy to reschedule. I was like next Tuesday, same time. Yep. Congratulations.
0: I was like, sweet, we're good. See, the weird thing is, it was always in my schedule, in my calendar, as today. I Unless, changed it. Oh, you did. Yeah. I Almost like it, it, it was meant sense. to be. <laughs> <gonna say. laughs> that makes sense. But uh, yeah. Do you have any? Uh, final words of advice that you'd give to uh, maybe someone who was in your scenario 10 years ago.
1: Oh, It's so important to find your niche. And people are like, well, how do I do that? Where do I start in what I did? And this is going to sound like a self-help book, but it's true. <laughs> is what, and what I said to you earlier, think back to your earliest childhood memory of something you did that brought you joy like pure joy yeah that's what i did and i brought myself back to that moment in my childhood and it was in my bathroom with my mom and she had given me this little makeup palette like with like you know not bright colors just like you can use this Corey, because i was just like needed to be creative and i loved makeup but what i did was i took the makeup palette and i took her lotions and powder and whatever and i had like <laughs> combined it in this bowl and made this like mush and i
2: was like mom look what i made. Oh and mush. she was
1: like what is that and i was like i don't know and i would just <laughs> rub it <on> myself. <laughs> but in that moment when i created this mush whatever i need i called it like i would just rub it on myself it was like tan goop i don't know yeah. i loved it though like it just made me so happy <laughs> like i just felt like i'd made something cool and i would like tell my best friend about it you know i think i was like seven like six or seven like really young mm-hmm. um and so I brought myself back to that point and thought that made me really happy like create it's a creative outlet for me really yeah um and so now this is what I've done making product making something me ma- it is what my niche was and and is and so that's what I would say to people like bring yourself back because it's not always about, oh, I need to f- I need to try things, I need to figure out what I love. Most of the time you already know. It's
0: already in there, yep. It's
1: already there.
0: You've been fighting against it your whole exactly. life. Exactly. Yep, yep. So. Do what makes
2: you happy. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank out. you so much. any social media you have for uh, our listeners and watchers and... Uh...
1: Um, so my website, and I did say it before, what? but it's uh, com is my website. Um, and Wicked Dope Soap on Instagram, and Wicked Dope Soap on Facebook um, are my business pages. And I share the same material on both pages, so you can follow one or the other, or you can follow both.
2: Follow both. <laughs> follow it all. Follow
1: both. Um, <laughs> and that's about it, yeah.
2: Awesome. Okay. such a pleasure having you.
1: Thanks so much. And
2: make sure you guys hit subscribe on our podcast channel if you're listening on the podcast, or on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, thanks. We'll talk to you later.